Um, the question is, how will you, and this is the question, how will you respond to what Satan seeks to do in your life? How do you know whether it's satanic or it's you? How do you know, how do you know whether the attacks in your life is satanic or it's you? Amen. Because oftentimes uh, we blame Satan for a lot of things that he's not even responsible for. So one of the ways is that it goes against God's word. What's the next thing? What's, what's the next thing that you think that you can tell? Amen. Whether or not it's um, you or Satan. Because some things you are responsible for. Am I right? Some things you just decide you're going to do. Amen. And then, you know, you're like, man, I shouldn't have done it. But, well, you know what? Satan made me do it, right? The woman with the dress. I told you about the woman with the dress, right? She went to, she got her rent money. Amen. Her husband gave her the rent money, and she took the rent money and went down to the store, and she looked around, and she saw a dress. She said, man, I'm going to buy that dress. How much is that dress? $1,000. She buys the dress for $1,000, takes the rent money, comes home and says, baby, I spent the rent money on a, on a dress. She said, why did you do it? Who told you to do it? She said, Satan told me to do it. She said, why did you tell Satan to get behind you? He said, I did, and he told me I look good behind there too. <laughs> and so some things we are responsible for, right? Okay, disobey the spirit, grieve the spirit. Okay, all right. All right. All right, disobeying God. That falls along the line of where I was trying to go about, you said the word of God, I want to talk about the will of God. When we're outside of the will of God. And then you cannot know the will of God if you do not renew your mind daily. Someone came in here this morning with thoughts from yesterday. Amen. Anxious thoughts. And that's what Satan wants you to do, right? He wants to cloud your mind. He wants to clutter your mind because if your mind is not renewed every day, you will not know the will of God for today. I just said something. Amen. And so will you allow the devil to distract you and deter your life? Amen. That's the question. Or detour you. Number two. Will you allow him to confuse you or perhaps even make you critical so you do not apply the truth? You know what Satan wants to fight to be in the church against each other. Amen. He wants to cause little rifts. Somebody says something in passing or somebody says something and somebody takes it a certain way. Satan knows how to bring an internal fight. Are y'all with me? Little things causes people, watch this, to, to confuse us and cause us, watch this, to stop caring about the way we carry ourselves. Let, let me say something to you. you. You have to be very careful that Satan is not subtly trying to set you up by distracting you with things that are not pertaining to the kingdom. Oh, I'm going somewhere with this. The Bible says, seek ye first 
the kingdom of God. Amen. And there are a lot of things out here that can distract us from the will of God. And listen, and here's the thing. Satan brings it in the form of good works. Oh, I'm doing a good thing. You understand what I'm saying? And, and here's the thing. But it has no eternal bearing. Are y'all, are y'all following me? He's very deceptive, y'all. He doesn't come with a pitchfork and a horn. He comes dressed. Amen. For success. He comes, amen, very subtle. He comes very sneaky, sneaks into our lives, and then he causes us to be distracted, y'all. Be very careful that he does not confuse you. Amen. So we've looked at Satan as a deceiver. Now let's look at his purpose. Number one, Satan's purpose, write this down. Amen. You ready for this? This is going to bless you. And I just said, I kind of opened up the door right there. But Satan's, Satan's purpose, first purpose, is to make you and I ignorant of God's will. Amen. Satan attacks God's word because God's word reveals his will. Come on, somebody. I was, I was talking to a young man the other day, and I, I, actually I was yesterday, and I told him, he said, Pastor, what do I read? I said, okay, read the book of Proverbs. He started reading the book of Proverbs. He said, man, I'm reading the book of Proverbs. I said, brother, the only way you're going to get it is if you stay in it, right? But well, I just can't read it. I said, okay, well, I want you to read the book of Romans. He says, man, it's amazing. He texted me last night. He said, man, it's amazing how I read Proverbs at first. I didn't understand it. Watch this. But when I read Romans, it made sense. Proverbs made sense because Proverbs is kind of like an application. I mean, Romans to him is like an application of Proverbs. See, see what I'm saying? So here's the thing. Here's another thing that we have to understand about Satan. He does not want you to understand the word. If you understand the word, remember the seed and the soil? Amen. Listen, from the time you don't, listen, from the time the word is planted in your life, Satan is after it. He does, he wants you to be what? Ignorant of what? God's will. Go to Psalm 119 for me. Amen. I'm trying to help you with something. Psalm 119, I'm sorry, Psalm 119 and 105. Let me show you something. So Satan's purpose is to do what? Is to make us what? Ignorant of what? Of God's will. Listen, we're walking around trying to find purpose, right? Trying to find our destiny, trying to find out why am I created? Why, what am I here for? And God says, if when you first of all, if you're saved, you have a new purpose. Are you with me? And often, this is what I've been teaching my students. I said, listen, your purpose has nothing to do with your occupation. Your occupation was a process to get you to where you are. Amen. God knew what you needed is part of your calling, but it's not your ultimate calling. Are you with me? Go to read, read uh, verses 105 for me real quick. Uh, back up for a minute to verse um, 119 and 97. See, Satan attacks God's word. Here's, here's the reason why. Because God's word reveals what? God's will. All right? And here's the thing. You and I must live to please God, not ourselves. So read that for me. Verse 97. It says, oh, what? 
Oh, how I what? How I love your law. Look what he says. It is my what? When? When? All the day. What is he saying? He's saying that I, not only do I love it, but I chew it over and over. He says, my thoughts, amen, are on your word, not just when I come to church, but it's an all-day situation. In other words, my mind is being developed by the word of God. Are you with me? He says, I meditate on it when? All day. Verse 98. Your commandments does what? See, here's the thing. I cannot understand God's word, number one, if I, or, or his will, if I don't meditate on his word. That's number, that's first point. Number two, amen. He says what? Your commandment does what? It makes me what? Wiser than what? Don't we talking about the enemy right now? What makes you wiser than the enemy? His what? And what? His, the meditation and the commandment. When it, when it says the commandments, it's talking about things that you and I must do. Oh, I wish I had somebody this morning. Listen, you can't get wiser by reading novels, self-help books. Come on, somebody. I know a bunch of people that got a whole bunch of self-help books stacked up. How can a how can a depraved man help himself? Come on, somebody. He says, but God's word makes me wiser than my what? Than my enemies and wiser than the enemy. Come on, somebody. If we get into God's word, we will be one step ahead of the enemy. May I also say this to you? You know, age has nothing to do with this journey. Let me give you a formula real quick. You ready? Amen. You ready for this? I teach this in seminary all the time. Ready? Rate times time equals growth. Ready? Write it down. Rate times time equals growth. So you can be 25 years old and stay in the word of God and meditate on it day and night. That's the rate. And over time... Amen. In that same year, in that six months, three months, five months, you can become what? Wiser. We, don't be we do become wiser through age, but we become even more wiser through what? The word of God. Oh, I wish I had some, boy, I wish I had some help this morning. I feel my help this morning, y'all. Look what he says. He says, he says, it makes me wiser, my enemy, for they are what? They are ever mine. Verse 99. I have more insight than what? All my teachers. It wasn't because he was older. He was saying, man, I've been putting in time in the word of God. And here's what Satan does, y'all. You, you got to say amen on this one. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. You get ready to set aside a time to read, to study, to meditate. And what happens? Everything happens. All kinds of distractions. Amen. And let me say something to you. It's not just good enough to do it just in the morning. 
He says, I meditate on it. Listen, if you and I are going to defeat the enemy and counter him and do God's will with lunchtime, break time, I'm not saying that you're so spiritual, you're no earthly good, but you got to set aside time to get into the instruction manual so that you can beat the enemy. Age has nothing to do with it. It's about the amount of intensity you put into it. Come on, somebody. Times time equals what? Growth. Are you with me? He says, I have more insight than all my teachers. For your testimonies are my what? Meditation. He says 100. He says, I understand more. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Than the what? Than the what? Than the aged. Why? Why do I? See, so here's the thing. It's not just rate times time equals growth. But rate times application equals growth. He said the only reason why I've grown than the age and my teachers is because not only did I read, meditate, but I applied. Come on, somebody. What you got? He's not saying I'm above my teacher. Because Jesus said a, a, a student is never above his teacher, but, but he's saying that because I've put it to practice, I have a little bit more insight. See what I'm saying? I, I got my word, but I'm living it. And, 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 and because I'm living it, it doesn't matter how old you are. You see, this is what Paul was telling Timothy. Paul was telling Timothy, Timothy, don't let no one look down on your youthfulness. Amen. Just because I'm young and I'm pastoring, don't let nobody look down on you. Don't talk down on me just because, listen, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray for you, but I'm going to pour into you because I've spent time. Hallelujah. When you would do, that's why God gives you a leader. That's why the pastor should not just be doing just anything. Listen, God can take any one of us here and raise us up. Amen. Because of our intensity in the word of God. It's not just, oh, I'm reading it, but are you putting it to play? And how you, listen, this is how you counterattack Satan. You spend time in his word. Look what he says. He, he says in 101, he says the reason he was able to do this in 101, he says, I have restrained my feet from every evil way that I may what? Now notice what the writer, notice what the writer is, is notice what he's saying from the beginning. What is he saying? was Satan's purpose is to make you ignorant of God's will. The writer says and he writes a hundred let me see, he writes here 176 verses and it's all about how he feels about the word of God. So what is he saying to us? He's saying the most important thing it's the word of God. And when you know the word of God, the reason I can keep my feet from evil, because I know that's not in God's will. 
And the reason I know why I should keep my feet from evil, because God instructs me to do that. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates when? Day and night. And he will be like a what? Tree firmly planted by the streams of water. And in whatever he does. How can a man, a young man keep his way pure? See, the, the same writer is writing saying, man, listen. The reason I was able to abstain from the strip club. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Can I help y'all? Can I help y'all? Can I help you tonight? Amen. He said the reason I was able to stay away from the liquor store. Amen. Because here's the reason why. Because when I studied God's word and I understood God's will, that was against his will. So guess what? I'm going to stay away from that. I'm not staying away from it because you told me. I'm staying away because what God told me, and that's not in his will right now for me. Do you know how many people are not doing God's will? Now, the reason why they don't understand God's will, because they're not in the word. And Satan wants us to be ignorant of his word, ignorant of his will, so that we can sit on the sidelines defeated. I'm talking to myself. Preach, pastor, this morning. Amen. That's what he says. Look what he says. He says, listen, he says, I have restrained my feet from every evil way. Why? That, that what? That what? What was his main focus? What was it made that, that I, that I, may keep your word. that I may what? That I may what? His main focus was, God, I want to keep your word. I don't want to impress pastor. I don't want to impress my wife. I don't want to impress nobody. Lord, I want to keep. How many want to keep his word? How many really want to keep his word? Then he gives you the formula. Meditate. Apply. Amen. And stay away from what? Evil. Look what he said. Look what else he says. He says, I have not, what? Turn to your neighbor and say, don't turn. Let me say this. People get angry. They leave church. They're not leaving for no legitimate reasons. What does he say? Tell me what he says next in that verse. Boy, I'm feeling myself. He, I have not turned aside from what? Uh huh. For you yourself have taught me. He said what? Can, can I ask a question? Who's teaching you right now? I'm saying one more time. Who's teaching you right now? He says, I have not turned aside from your word because I know who my real teacher is. And when you sit there and criticize the preacher, 
talk, thinking all kinds of things in your mind while he's preaching, you're literally blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Because it's the Spirit of God that's teaching you. He says, hold on a minute. I got some insight more than my teachers. I got some more insight than the age folk around me. He said, what I understand is, watch this. He says, I have not turned aside from your ordinances for you yourself. Turn to your name and say, Lord, teach me. You need God to teach you. And you have the Holy Spirit in you that can teach you. And when you come to church, God will use this feeble vessel to deliver a word to you so that you can be taught how to live. Gentlemen, I want to tell you something this morning. I feel my help this morning. Listen, God is teaching us. How to be better people. It's through his word that we learn his will. It's through the application. Listen, we all got issues. And every now and then the heat shows who we really are. Come on, somebody. But that tells me how much more I need to learn. But what Satan wants you to do is go through your everyday life without even picking up the word. I don't need that. I don't need to read that. I don't need to do that. You're learning that the meditation of God's word, the study and the devotion time is your most important time in your Christian life. But here's the thing. How can you live God's word? Watch this. How can you live according to God's will today if you never open up his word to find out what his will is for today? He said in verse 103. See, here's the thing. Don't make read now his thing. If you don't understand, for those of you that are not mature yet in the faith, if you don't understand it, you need to come talk to me. And what I'm going to do is I want to recommend a certain version of Bible for you to read so you can get a better understanding. So so if you're reading the Bible in the morning and you're not understanding it, we need to talk so that I can give you a version that you will understand so you can start applying it. Until you move off of that, we can get you back on the New American Standard. See, there's all kinds of strategies here. Because this is what you and I must understand if we're going to do the will of God. We have to fall in love with the word of God. But watch the next verse. Watch the next verse. How what? How sweet. Are your words. Let me, let me ask you this. Is it sweet? Do you even have an appetite for it? The writer says I'm so much in love with the word of God. It's sweet to me. But notice the kind of sweet it is. It ain't, it ain't uh, artificial Come on, somebody. It, it, it's not high fructose corn syrup. Come on, somebody. You know, I'm going to put that right there. Amen. It's not stevia. It's not, it's not uh, sweet and low. It, it, now, now, notice this. Now, let me tell you something about this sweet. He says it's sweeter than honey. 
Now, 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 honey comes from a natural source. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Matter of fact, matter of fact, uh, David's son, Jonathan, when, when, when they had won the Philistine battle and they went out to war and they went out to battle, Saul made a, a crazy mistake by telling his troops to fast and don't eat. But the guys were weary and, and Jonathan went and the Bible says he took his stick and he tasted the honey. It says his eyes opened brighter. You know what was going on with him? His sugar was low. <laughs> Amen. He needed some energy. And he says, when I read your word, come on somebody. He says, I get energized. He says, he says, my eyes open up. He says, I don't need no Starbucks. I don't need no coffee because I have your what? Your word. And it's sweeter than honey. Sweeter than honey to what? My mouth. Go on to verse 104. That's really I uh, know 104 says what? From your precept. Now, let me say this. You see where it says testimonies, commandments, law, uh, precepts. Those are different words for the word of God. That's all it is. So he just, he just describes synonymous. He's describing God's word from a different, different way. Just a different way. So the word precepts means the word. All right. He says, from your precepts, what do I get? What do I get? Understand. See, and that, that's the thing. Listen, apart from God's word, we are not sure. We, we have no sure understanding of the will of God. But, the, but he says, from your precepts, I get understanding. I get better understanding. Understanding of what? Life. Understanding of what's going on right now. Understanding of things that's going on in my life. Somebody right now, you're confused about your purpose, about the will. But he says, from where? Listen, stop walking around thinking that you don't have a purpose. Stop walking around thinking you're not significant. Because you are. But the only way as a child of God for you to find that purpose is in the word. He says, from your precepts I get what? Understanding, therefore, I hate every what? He says, when I know your way, when I know better, I do better. But how can I know better if I never pick up his word to read it? And I just read it on Sunday. Every day you have to develop this type of appetite. And then verse 105 says what, y'all? He says what? Your word is a what? A, a what? A lamp to my feet. And a what? This is how I, listen, if you want to get on purpose, put the word Sit at the feet of Jesus. He says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light. You know what it does? Watch this. It illuminates the way to life and righteous living. If you didn't know, listen, he says, it keeps me away from evil. It keeps me from false people. 
gives me understanding. See, the word, this is the word, this is God's will. And then it lights the light, it lights my way. It, watch this, and it illuminates my path. So as I'm walking through life, I'm wiser. Not because I came in church and lift my hands and said hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? And fell on the ground and foamed in the mouth and all that kind of stuff. Not because I did all of that. It's because, it's because watch this, it's because I've been spending time. See, I can tell by a person's conversation if they're getting wise. If they keep coming with the same old stuff, I said, hmm, that person's not getting wiser. That person's not spending time in the word. And everybody here can testify. I think I've counseled everybody in here. All right? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. When you were in the word, how was life then? Was it better? Was it clearer? Life gets clearer when you're in the word. But watch this. Satan's strategy is to keep you what? Ignorant of what? God's will. And how do we understand God's will? Through his what? Through his word. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The will of God is God's expressed purpose for our daily living. For our daily lives. Amen. The will of God is also the expression of God's love for us. Listen. God didn't just create you so that you can walk around not understanding why you, why you were born. I told you. God's will for you comes from God's heart. Go to uh, John. Uh, no, go to, uh, yeah, let's go to John 8, 32. My favorite passage. John 8 and 32. You guys hold on to that one word. Circle that one word. Believed. The only way to get this, y'all, is if you believe. And every now and then you got to do this. Lord, I believe. But help my unbelief. Read on right quick. He says what? If. If. Okay. First class condition. If and it is true. Okay. It's in the first class condition. Three classes of condition. If and it's not true. If it is true, if it's not true, and if maybe it may be true. But this is a first class condition, meaning if and it is true, and Jesus is saying it's true. But the prerequisite for knowing my will, come on somebody, is you got to what? Believe. And then if you believe, present tense. Hallelujah to his holy name. Listen. I'm closing right here. A lot of people say they believe God. But they don't ever pick up the word. They don't continue. They turn. They get it one week. And then Satan comes with his attacks and he devours the home. He devours you. He does this. He marriage this, this, money problems, health problems, eye problems, toe problems, all kinds of problems. And then the first thing we do when we got problems is we just close the book. But he says, if you what? 
continue in my what? What will happen? See what I'm saying? Because, because remember, Satan will attack you at the beginning. And then as you mature, his attacks will be different. But you will respond differently. All right? You will fall, but you get back up. All right? But it's when you fall and never get back up, it proves you were never a disciple. Or if you never produce fruit. See? If, if, your, if your conversation never changes, if your thought pattern never changes. So a true disciple, ready for this? A true disciple stays in the word. A true disciple. You can tell. People say, oh, I've been going to church 30 years. But what, where is John 3.16? Where is John, where, where John 3.16 at? I, I, what does John 3.16 say? I don't know. How many books in the Bible? Oh, two. Amen. You, you know, I, I'm just saying, there's a lot of things that, that tells a person whether or not, listen, you know what one of the things you have to be to yourself? To your own self, you got to be true. And to you, you got to be truthful to you. Can I say something to you? Stop lying to yourself. And then some of us are good at doing this. We fake it. Till we make it. And we fake ourselves right into hell. <laughs> Fooling ourselves. Listen. You, you and I, not, listen, I fall all the time. I mean, I, I do. I struggle with certain things, man. I, it just, it's, just, it's just how it is. But the difference is I don't stay down. I get back up. I say, you know what? All right. I may have some friends that we don't get along sometimes, but guess what? I go back and make it right. See, it's a process of what? Trying constantly. When you decide that you're going to give up and go back to the world, wrong move. But Satan will frustrate you to the point where, guess what? He will keep you out the word. He will keep you so busy, you won't even have time for that. So you know what I got to do? You know what I did? You know what I've been doing for the last, uh, let me see, it's been about a week now. I, sh I cut off Facebook, all social media, all of it. Cut it all off. And let me tell you something, I got a clearer mind. Because I'm not looking at people's mess all day. Amen. Drama, just drama. People, people glorifying themselves. Because I needed some clarity. Now we use it for witnessing and evangelism and things like that. But the thing is, anything that's distracting you from this, if I'm waking up with my phone in my hand and the first thing I'm doing is something wrong with me, I have a problem. Now, if I was to pick up my Bible as much as I pick up my phone and scroll, I can scroll through some pages. And I'm becoming what? Wiser. I'm understanding God's will.